the FIFA World Cup in Qatar has come and gone for the men's soccer league of the international teams. I sure have some thoughts on the tournament, and I'm sure you do as well. So let's get ready, soccer fans, as the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast and myself give you all of the 2022 FIFA World Cup thoughts you want to know about. We will also maybe talk some World Juniors as that tournament has also come to an end. Plus, we'll end off the show with a little look at what we have on tap from the sports world today. Now, I don't know about you, but I think it's time to start the show, don't you? It's time for the On the Ice and Behind the Benches show on Tuesdays. Here is your host, Thomas McGregor, and today, on today's show, we're talking FIFA World Cup, we're wrapping up the World Juniors, and just what is in the sports world today. Find out all there is to know as soon as you hear this sound. You know it's time to talk some hockey. It's on the ice and behind the benches. And we're back to the show in a quick break before the show gets underway. So keep it here and we'll be on with the show in just a few minutes. sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Welcome, everyone, to this beautiful Tuesday morning. It is our first ever Tuesday pod of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. And it is our return to our season one of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. As you may have guessed, we have not been very active as we as uh, episodes go, but that is because we've been doing some bonus content, and we actually have some bonus content coming for you later on this week, later on this week, following our, following our show. Before we get into our opening segment, Argentina, regarding the FIFA World Cup, yes, regarding the FIFA World Cup, 
I just want to say that I am very pleased and happy to be a part of your day, your daily Tuesday routine. If I am not already a part of your daily routine, I am. That is completely okay with me. I understand it can be hard to keep up with certain podcasts, but um, I am doing podcasts, a podcast like this, just to keep people who can't, who worry about the real world and not, and not something else that could brighten their day. I'm here to bring them into a podcast that likes to talk about everything in the sports world. And even though our podcast is based on the ice, I'm very glad, I'm very proud of our podcast and what it's been able to accomplish. We are now on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, which is our primary server. You can you can use us on Anchor, which is the official launch site of our podcast. We have a Facebook page. If you can't find it on your on your on your web browser, then please go to then please if you have the app for Facebook and you have a Facebook account, go to pages and click or and type in on the ice and behind the benches podcast that's on the ice and behind the benches podcast and there you'll see my and there you'll see our page we only have one piece of announcement that's just welcoming you to the facebook page i mentioned we had some episodes to to show you so I'll just pull up the list of episodes that we're going to show you. We did do some post-game shows with our friend that Sports for Beginners podcast. Our host, Scott McGregor, took the took one of his post-game shows off. And uh, that was only after we did a Steelheads post-game show, which will be coming your way at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time at the earliest today. You may be getting 12 p.m. Eastern Time for the Steelheads postgame show if we cannot get our official Tuesday pod out at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. But do expect that if we do, that if Scott does join our show, do expect this podcast to drop either next Tuesday or this Tuesday. All right. So now that we've now that we have our drop, now that we have our introduction in our interim our intro message. Now it's time to talk some FIFA World Cup and we're gonna start with a topic I like to talk about which is Argentina and France to make FIFA World Cup history. Now some of you may not be soccer fans. Some of you listening may be soccer fans. But the reason I thought we bring up some FIFA World Cup news 
before we do our original type of programming for ice action, which we're going to talk about the World Juniors, is because I thought we'd reconnect with the FIFA World Cup. And this is in place of, and the FIFA World Cup is in place of the FIFA World Cup two post-game shows that we have for our On the Ice of Mind Adventures podcast. So this is our recap. And as you all know, if you were watching the Men's World Cup in Qatar, it became France and Argentina who met in the final matchup which took place on December of the 18th, 2022, last last year. But this was probably one of the biggest games we should talk about, and we're going to talk about it throughout the throughout the throughout the entire show. But um. Let's get into the game stats here. Before I even talk about them making history. So so as I share my screen, we are an audio podcast. So I'm even though I share my screen, you may not be able to see what's going on here. But um, that is okay. I will... I'll give you the brief summary here. So, attacking as in possession, Argentina had the ball for 46% of the time. And, of course, France had the ball 40% of the time. Uh, The goals speak for themselves. It was tied 3-3. And, of course, we went to penalty kick. We'll get into that. We'll get into that a little later on. Both teams conceded three inside the penalty area. Again, same three, three, three points to a side. Outside the penalty area, nothing really happened. Both teams were awarded assists, one assist for each. Attempts for goal, attempts at a goal, excuse me. Um, We had Argentina with 21 and France with 10. We continue, we continue with on target, off target, inside the penalty area, outside the penalty area and we're going to start with outside the penalty area with three for France eight for Argentina inside the penalty area France had 13 Argentina had 13 excuse me France had seven nine off target 
for Argentina, France had three. And on target, it was nine for Argentina as well. And five for France. Final third entries, we had 13 left channel for Argentina and 15 left channel for France. Seven left left inside channel for France. Six left inside channel for Argentina. Central channel eight for Argentina. Five for France. Right side inside channel four for France. Nine for Argentina, right channel, 9 for Argentina, and 12 for France. Okay, so there's a lot of things to go to go on here, but we won't, we won't get into them all. Now I'd like to just talk a little history about both soccer teams for, FIFA, for the FIFA World Cup. Now, I feel like these teams made history, and the reason I feel like they've made history is because let's look at let's look at what the history was. Give me a second here. I will just pull this up. France has won the World Cup in since France won the World Cup in nineteen ninety eight. They came close to having twice made the finals in two thousand and six, and of course, last year twenty twenty two. But when they but when they really won the World Cup was 1998, 2000, 2001, and 2003. But what about Argentina? I mean, that's a cup. I mean, that's... That's pretty long. Wait. Okay, so 1978 and 1986 plus this year, 2022, which is last year's FIFA World Cup. It was holding in Qatar, and congratulations to them. They won. But now let's have a look. But now let's do some calculations here. If France won the cup in 2001, 2003, 1998, and missed out on it in 2016, Missed out on it in 2006, coming close to winning it. Ah, 
I wonder. I wonder this, and I think you wonder it as well. How long was the wait till 2022 to win the FIFA World Cup for Argentina? And for France to come at the same, and for France to come the same way, but missing the, but missing it, at, but missing the gold coming in second, which is not bad. At least you got a silver medal. Hmm. All right. So let's see, 1986. Thirty-six years, everyone. Thirty-six years since Argentina won the FIFA World Cup. Thirty-six years. That is a long time. That's almost as long as our next topic, and it'll be our middle segment when we, and it'll happen on our middle segment when we return for the FIFA World in the in our FIFA World Cup talk. But that's let's let's probably, I mean it might be less than what than what I actually think here. I mean Canada had waited thirty something year thirty plus years to be in the World Cup and they were granted that time. Last year Canada hadn't been in the World Cup in over thirty plus years. Forty I think if my report is actually correct, we'll talk. We'll talk more about Canada as we as we go on as we go on in the show. But my goodness, thirty six years just to win the World Cup for Argentina. Thirty six years. That's that's that's. Uh, that's a long wait, guys. That is a long wait. And my goodness, did it pay off. What years did they win the... What years did France win the World Cup, though? So, 1998. And this comes courtesy of Olympics.com. And those and these descriptions of where I find the information. Mostly, I found this information on uh, one of our Google, one of our search browsers, which is uh, Google or Google Chrome. So most of the information I make out might not be great, but the but the information will be on the will be provided in the uh, episode description. This is from olympics.com and it comes on the 18th of December and uh 
So, France had one two decades apart, but let's look at it from a night. But let's look at the weight from 2018, which is when they last won the World Cup and they came close in 2022. But they gained second place. Let's look at it from 1986 or 1998. Yeah, 1998. Excuse me. That's 20 years. It's it's now been 20 years since they since France won the cup in 2018. But now let's do it from this year and combine it with 1998. Let's see how many years that actually was. Twenty-four years. Twenty-four years, guys. Twenty-four years since it when you put it, when you put twenty twenty when you put twenty eighteen and nineteen ninety-eight Plus 2022, that's now 24 years. But okay, so it's 24 years in 1998's case. But what about 2018? How long has it been since they won the 2018 FIFA World Cup compared to now? Let's see. It has been four years. Four years. It's only been four years. It's only been four years since the final since our final between Argentina and France had commenced here. Looks like we've got a special guest. Looks like we've got a guest coming on our show, our Tuesday pod. And, uh, And of course, good morning to everyone who's listening on Tuesdays, this is a Tuesday pod. Congratulations, but we've made it work. We're doing a Tuesday pod right now. Uh, we'll welcome him. We'll welcome him in in just a few seconds. But first, let me just stop sharing my screen here. But wow, guys, that's wow, that's that's awesome. How how many years it's been? We're gonna we're gonna try to bring in a middle segment right before we go into our first commercial break and then we have two more and then i have one more segment of topic before we get to uh looking at what's on tap and then closing out the show in the in the sports world today uh i do want to make a few reminders that on the ism behind the benches will not be covering the baseball season as 
a regular show. We will be we will have plans though for a longer season in motion our second season which will take which will take flight around the same time as it did during the NHL preseason timeline. And um whether or not we talk baseball during that time in October is up is up to me, but I'll but I will let you know that that season I'm hoping to run it till the end of the NHL playoffs to the close to the All Star break of the baseball season. I haven't really figured that out yet, but this season will end. Just a few short weeks into the MLB season. So most likely on Jackie Robinson Day. Is when I'm thinking to have a season finale episode of season one. But I'll let you know more on the Facebook page. Or on Yes Find the Benches. I'll even make sure I put the description in of the Facebook page in our episode's description. But anyways, please help me welcome as we as we continue our conversation into our middle segment, please help me welcome the host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, and Scott McGregor. Now, Scott, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday morning? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, uh, thank you for having me again on on the Ace and Behind the Benches, the podcast. For those who are not aware, I was on the podcast when Brent Gunning was on for our second episode of the show. Well, actually, our first episode of Nah. Actually, I'll let Thomas call you. Regardless, I was on an episode. Before. It was our second episode of the show, and you guys can check that out um, on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also get clips of that show if you want the clips. I'll have those out sometime next Tuesday. And you can also catch, as part of the holiday Christmas Eve action that I said will happen when we, that'll air here on On Edge, Find the Benches, followed by a rerun of the Sports for Beginners podcast of the Carolina Hurricanes and Penguins' final meeting post-game show. You can also catch that interview I did through the eyes of a broadcaster with Brent Gunning. If you'd like to know a little bit more about what you might not already know from his transition to podcasting to being a part of the radio show, Leafs Nation Postgame, and a reminder, as I'll probably have on my Bruins and Maple Leafs postgame show coming up right after this show airs, within that within that next hour. They are in action 
after a crushing loss to the Boston Bruins at the TD, at TD Garden in the second of the four meetings between both teams. So yeah, yeah, there's lots to talk about there, but I'll save that for the post-game show. Now, Scott, let's talk a little bit about Canada. This is our middle segment here. Let's talk a little bit about Canada here on my Tuesday on our Tuesday pod. And it's been thirty six years since Canada was last seen in the FIFA World Cup. Now, for a lot of conversations that were about the FIFA World Cup. There's just one question that comes in my mind, and I know this has probably been asked hundreds and hundreds of times when they talked about the Canada and when they talked about Canada and the FIFA World Cup elimination. But do you think this is still a learning experience for them? And do you think, as men for the soccer team, that that they were? <laughs> They they had just returned to the FIFA World Cup. They had no idea what to expect. They didn't think it was going to be as competitive as it was. Or do you think they they had an idea? They just didn't want people to realize it, that they were new, that it was their first time back. Because because we all knew Canada, it was Canada's first time back since the last time they showed their face. Well, for me, it stuck. It stuck out as you were gaining experience for being back there for the first time in, in as you said, thirty six, thirty six or something years. Being back at the World Cup of Soccer in the past since thirty six years ago, and then just to have it end the way that it did. I I didn't take it too hard as a loss, and a and a and a season that would be forgettable for the Canadian men, but I took it more as let's get experience because we haven't been back there in thirty six or so years, so let's get some ex- let's get some experience, and let's see. What we can get, what we can do better, if we don't indeed end up in the finals, which is what happened. Now there are, and there are a lot of questions as to whether or not their Canada automatically qualifies for one of the FIFA World Cups that's going to happen, I believe, in twenty twenty six. And knowing that that, knowing that that could be in. Knowing that that will be hosted, I think that that FIFA World Cup will be hosted here in Canada. I think it basically. I think they basically know that it does that they do qualify that they do qualify for it. But we'll talk more about that a little later, a little bit later in a bit. Now it was thirty six years ago that was the last ever. 
her was the last ever mention of Canada in the World Cup. And for, and for me, at least, I do feel like this was a learning experience. And, you know, they haven't been there in over 36 years. But the fact that they hadn't won the World Cup also made me feel like they're still not ready. Now, you and I have been talking back and forth about this World Cup business with a bunch of our friends who know us and a couple of our classmates from our high school that we went to. But do you think if Canada, if we find out when the last time Canada won the World Cup was, do you think if we do the math and we find out how long that was, Canada, should they compete for the next World Cup, whether it's in 2026, 2030, or future World Cups for the men, do you think they have somewhat of a chance of actually winning a World Cup. I think they do. I think they do. I'll, I'll be honest with you right now. I mean, like I said earlier, I feel like your first time back in 36 years was to get experience. Because you're like, because, first of all, let's just, let me just put it this way. Not a lot of people on the men's soccer team for Canada have been to the World Cup before. So they were gaining experience. Okay. And some of the people on Team Canada's hockey team, or sorry, not hockey team, soccer team, have been there before. So they know what to expect at the at the FIFA World Cup. But like I said, experience was what I feel this this go at the World Cup was. Right. Now, I'm just looking at it here, and last, and because Canada hadn't been there in 36 years, I'm looking at the freak people also ask questions here on Google, and it says, Canada has never won the FIFA World Cup. They've always been eliminated in the group stages. But that, but now I'm a little interested why that is. Maybe it's because Canada only wins the World Cup of ice. And speaking of the World Cup of ice, what's 
let's go to the let's go to the uh world juniors for a second here and i want you to give me uh some of your thoughts here for the world juniors we know that canada won this year's world juniors and they now are, are on a winning or on a championship reign but as we get in and we and and we'll and we'll talk and we'll talk more about this as we continue our middle segment and our secondary segment where I talk about Connor where we talk about Connor Badar and Canada's reign. But um what's the which sticks out to you in this in this uh world juniors tournament? Minus the World Juniors tournament that had to finish in 2022 of March. So last year in March, after being postponed mm-hmm. due to COVID 19, do you think this was a better one or? No, Go ahead. Do you think this was better or worse? Because let's make because let's let's simplify things a little bit here. We have the World Juniors 2023 World Cup, and then we have but then we have the other World Cup that was postponed due to COVID. Uh, before you answer, though, you did have some news that you provided in the chat for uh our viewers so can you just tell us what the what it is oh absolutely absolutely so coming up on sports for beginners the podcast minus the re-airing of penguins and hurricanes both round three and round four of the Penguins and Hurricanes post-game show, which will be on our podcast when we can get that from Thomas. And we will get that out to you as soon as we can. But aside from that, I did a Pittsburgh Penguins-Anaheim Ducks post-game. And that is going to be coming your way as early as tomorrow, Wednesday, January the the 16th. I believe, yes, the, oh, sorry, the 18th, excuse me, the 18th, excuse me, Wednesday, January the 18th, when the Penguins will play a home and home series, join me in studio on Thursday and Saturday for the post-game shows of those home and home series as the Penguins battle the Senators in Ottawa on Wednesday night and Friday night in Pittsburgh. 
Penguins post game Saturday and Thursday to air Friday and Sunday. Senators and Pens in Ottawa and then in Pittsburgh. Those are coming up. Also coming up, I didn't put it in the chat yet, but coming up besides our second episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, uh, season two. Now, this one may be a little delayed to launch, but that's okay. If you join us on our podcast when we record them on Fridays, you will get the daily dose before the delayed launch. But regardless, episode two will be coming your way next week after it's been recorded. Because we're also going to play right after it our recap of the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, and Kansas City Chiefs and Jacksonville Jaguars post game on Bills post game. Catch that right after the game goes final between the Bills and the Bengals. At this point, the Chiefs and the Jaguars game will have already gone final. So Thomas may join us. Ali may join us. But I will be right there with you to bring you the post-game show right after the final. Right after the clock on that fourth quarter hit triple zeros to bring you the post-game. I'll be right there. Regardless of the outcome. All right, now, Scott, I talked about this early on the opening segment, but just to come to a finish on the opening segment here, what were your first impressions of Argentina and uh, France being able to make FIFA World Cup history? Having a having their game be tied at three goals apiece, going into penalty kicks, and Argentina just coming off with the victory four to two. But before you answer, let me also explain that both of these teams had thirty six years of experience in their in their FIFA World Cup winning streaks. And most of and most of them also and most of the time that they won the World Cup wasn't until after nineteen ninety three. So could you, in your own words, say that maybe this was a World Cup matchup to behold? So the last. For the FIFA World Cup of last year in Qatar? Could you repeat the question? I might not have gotten it because I did get I did get something distracting me there. Could you repeat the question just in case I didn't get all of it? Okay, so my question is is in your own words, can you describe to our audience what you thought of France versus Argentina as the game finals for the FIFA World Cup? 
And also, in your own words, can you also describe just how you thought um, the FIFA World Cup in general in Qatar was? Was this a was it a success to you? Did you see some improvements that may need to be made? Those are my questions. Just to put us to a break on our opening segment. Okay, I think, I think the, I think the FIFA World Cup this year did did pretty well. There were a couple of questionable calls, but I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna come on here or come onto my own podcast or Al or our co-host Ali Musa's podcast and tell you straight up, this is what should have happened and this is why I don't like that because I'm not that type of person. Um, but I, what I will say is this, I think. The FIFA World Cup went really, went really, went really well in Qatar. Um, and as far as Argentina and France, I feel like it was a really good match. And when you look at it, Argentina and France, they were, they, they looked to me like they were really good. I mean, I didn't see a lot of France a lot of France's uh, soccer games or Argentina's soccer games. But uh, it felt like to me that they were doing pretty well during the tournament. All right. So, all right, guys. So here we go. We're, 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 it's about time we've hit our first break and uh, we will do so. We'll hit the, we'll, We'll we'll take we'll take a little bit of a, a, a we'll take a little bit of a break, and then Scott, if you're wanting to continue our conversations, where I I want to continue talking about the World Juniors, but I want to start things off with our secondary segment, as it as opposed to closing our middle segment leading into the World Juniors. I want to get your thoughts on Connor Bedard and Canada's reign of becoming world champions in the World Juniors. We'll also we'll also probably I'll be happy have, to stick around. I'll be happy to stick around. We'll also have some uh, highlights to reveal. Scott and I'll go over our top three plays. From both the FIFA World Cup and our top three plays from the World Juniors, and then Scott. Later, I just want to have a look at what's on tap for the sports world today. So, if you could be so surprised, unless you don't join us within, unless you don't join us in that time, just to tell everybody what's coming up in the sports world today from uh, any league besides hockey. I'll tell them what's coming up on hockey today, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Everybody, we'll take we'll take a break and uh, come back. All right, we will take a break and be right back. This is on the ice and behind the benches, the podcast. 
We will be back with you. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. night in your city it is that time of the year again it is october hockey fans and that means that you can expect some hockey content on the sports for beginners podcast if you're a young hockey fan but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena well we've got you covered we'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast so don't miss Sports for Beginners, coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Alright, welcome back everyone into the On the SMI and the Benches podcast. We're here with Scott and we're here with our Tuesday pod here. Now, Scott, here we go. I'm in the. I'm. I'm. I'm talking with. I'm talking with all our listeners here. After a little bit of confusion with my recording sessions, I'm, I'm talking a little bit of here about our world juniors, and we're talking about Connor Bedard, the Connor Bedard. We're talking about him, who has in my mind been one of the best players in Canada's history minus Cindy Crosby minus everybody else but he was but apparently he is one of the ones that was making all the right stops. He's making all these good news stories. But I I really want to get your opinion on stuff in here. As I look at one of the articles I came across uh, provided by Flow Hockey, it says, regardless on Bedard set, regardless Labar. Badar set a new standard for Canadians in a tournament that has featured many legends of the game. And it also says, quote, Badar had that record match, which is 18, by his fourth game of the tournament, highlighted by a record, by a Canadian record tying seven points. And then six more against Australia the next day. But all of the article aside, what in your mind impressed you about Connor Bedard this year?
this guy was this guy was this guy was fire when we saw him out there as as Canadian hockey player. I mean, he's got that kind of and you guys and anyone can argue with me on this, but Connor Bedard to me he looked like he's got that kind of I don't care how I win. It's just when I win game for you. He's got that kind of look in his eye that says, look at me. Here I am. I'm if I and if I get drafted by an NHL team, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring my all I'm going to bring my all every game that I'm on the ice. Okay, so let's cut Actually Actually Paul Staggerwald and uh Kobe Armstrong were talking about it on Penguins live pregame last night. They were talking about Connor Bedard and they were talking about The potential of where could he land in the NHL if he is indeed drafted or undrafted but signed by an NHL team. Now keep in mind the Ducks, as I as you probably will hear on my podcast for Penguins post game, they're having a season to forget. But can they can they get their hands on? Connor Bedard, we'll see, given where their standings are. Yeah, he's a per- he is apparently projected to be the first round draft pick by whoever I guess is eliminated first in uh, the NHL season. But um, as we look into it, of our middle seven here, as we look into it, um. And you said that there's not much that surprises you from Connor Bedard other than the fact that he is a guy that says, when I win or how I win, I don't care how how I win as long as I win the game. Does that also sort of spark something in you that says maybe, you know, this is a guy, hey, I, I, Hey, 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 I'm the coach of the Maple Leafs or I'm the coach of the Penguins and I want this guy on my team. Uh, does that sort of mentality from Bedard, from Bedard tell you that he wants to he wants to be a part of the NHL and he wants to be part of the winning a winning team, somebody who can win? Hundred percent, hundred percent. If you've got that mentality. You want to be in the NHL. You want to be in the big leagues with the big guys in McDavid, in McDavid, Crosby, Malkin, Gen, Gensel, and and other and others of and others of and others of the league. Like you want to be where Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and other and other greats have been. You want to be on that stage. All right, so just to put a... You absolutely want to be on this date. Okay, so just to compare the 
Um, just to put a close on the second on our on our segment with uh, Connor Bedarks, I really want to talk about what's on tap for each league, uh, as well as get people set for tonight's action. But um, just put a thought process in, and everybody listening to this podcast, you guys can uh state what you think of Connor Bedard's performance. You guys can state what you think of Argentina and France and Canada's years. Was it a learning experience? Was it not a learning experience? Let me know by voice message in uh the anchor voice messages. I'll send you I will make I'll make sure to keep that link in the description of in the description of the episode below. And um yes I will if there is a something Scott needs to show us, there's a definite need to there's a definite need to allow him to share a screen. All right. So just to put a bow on it, when you could if you compare Crosby and McDavid to Bedard, but but any other hockey player in general, yeah, would you say Bedard belonged with those guys and Crosby, McDavid, and whoever else is within that source of players that says we do what we do, we win, we win games. And that's that's the bottom line because we said so. Or do you think these are guys who will just ask the coach, you know, you tell me what to do, and I'll go and do it? I think the I think this is a guy that does belong with that does belong with McDavid, Crosby, Malkin, and guys that I mentioned. No matter how long they're in the league for, but, 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 but I think the big question is where does he want to go if he indeed does become an NHL caliber caliber person? So, I think the question really lines up to him: Where do you want to go? Do you want to be a first round picker, or are you okay with going? You know, second, third, fourth, maybe, maybe seventh, maybe. Because I don't know if Pittsburgh's gonna get him. I don't know if Anaheim's gonna get him. It looks pretty similar. It looks pretty interesting to me. But Paul Staggerwell put it best when I was listening to him on Penguins Live pregame. There's a battle for the basement. So it's not about basically getting to the Cup final. Even though that's kind of what it's all about when you, when you play, when you play in this league, it's not about getting to the Stanley Cup right now. If you're looking for a great prospect, especially a guy like Connor Bedard, you're battling for the basement. So you're you're going to be you're going to be you're you're going to try to tank as many games as possible so that you get, even if your season goes well. Or isn't going too well. You're gonna try to tank as many games as you possibly can, so that you can make sure you have a shot at Connor Bedard. All right. Now we're talking. Now we're talking here on our Tuesday pod. The airs every Tuesdays. Our Tuesday episodes. We're talking about Bedard. Let's 
shift the focus now over to uh, the Maple Leafs. I just got some breaking news coming in here at about 11.38 a.m., uh, courtesy of Sportsnet. Uh, it says that Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight will be out, will be without Pontus Hollenberg and our defenseman Rasmus Sundin when they host the Panthers tonight. Uh, and this is the second game out for Hollenberg, who missed Sunday's game against the Boston Bruins due to illness as they did forward Bobby McMahon. The the latter the lateral is back, however. Wayne Simmons, who played against the Bruins, comes out of the lineup for Mc for McMahon. Sundin, yeah. Is reportedly dealing with an illness that knocked Hollenberg and McCannon out of the lineup in Boston. Uh, the Panthers 20, 20, 20 wins, 20 losses, and four overtimes are on a two game win streak and have won three of their last four contests. Now, if we do a Between the Pipes, we're not going to do it on our Tuesday pods, but we are going to do it in in later episodes of our Tuesday pods if we can if we if we decide to do it. We're not going to do it for this one though. But it is I am told by Sportsnet that as I read this, Matt Murray will start the net for the Maple Leafs on Tuesday night. So now all that all that's left to do now is figure out who who starts in net for uh the Florida Panthers. And speaking of the Maple Leafs hockey, it's now time for us to reveal what's on tap in the sports world today. So Scott, can we go straight to the NBA and you tell our audience, what's what's on top of the NBA today? We got any basketball All right. action? All right, hoops fans, especially Raptors fans. Guess what? Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, I will have a post game show for your Raptors and the Bucks. I'll have that for you. On our podcast, Raptors post game will be on as we recap our first post game show of 2023. It'll be the Bucks and the Raptors. They will play in Milwaukee at 7 p.m. Sorry, 7:30 p.m. You can see it on Sportsnet One. Later on Sportsnet One, right after that game, you can see. 76ers of Philadelphia taking on the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard at 10. The Nuggets battle the Trailblazers at 9 p.m. And at 8 p.m. tonight, 
It's the nut. It's the Nets and the Spurs. Also on tap today, we got some FA Cup games. Liverpool and Wolverhampton Wanderers battle at two forty-five p.m. this mm-hmm. afternoon. Also at 2.45, Forest Green Rovers and Brini and Birmingham City, as well as Wingan Athletic and Luton Town and Swansea and Swansea City takes on Bristol all at 2.45. And we're wrapping up FA Cup action with West Broomwich, a billion. Taking on Chesterfield. Abalian. Sorry if I get this name get this team name wrong. But regardless, West Bro- Bromwich takes on Chesterfield at 3 p.m. On the ice in the OHL, the Barry Colts take on the Owen Sound Attack tonight at 7 p.m. And the Kitchener Rangers take on the Knights of London all at 7 p.m. No action in the QMJHL tonight, but elsewhere in the WHL, the Tigers take on the Cougars at 9 p.m. The Blades take on the Warriors at 8 p.m. And over in the OHL, the Phantoms taking on the Monsters at 7 p.m. The Wolves will take on the the Moose at 8 and at 9. 9.05, it's Reagan taking on the Eagles. That's in the AHL. That's a lot of games there. The NFL's got got a weekend of games coming up. And I'll wrap it, I'll wrap it up there by getting you set up for what's on tap on for what is on tap on Saturday in the NFL as the playoffs continue. The Eagles. Take on the Giants at 8.15. But we kick off Saturday with a matchup that will be re- that will be recapped on our Bills postgame after the Bills and the Bengals, which play out on Sunday at 3 p.m. At 4.30 on Saturday, Chiefs Kingdom. Jaguars Nation, it's the Jags, it's the Chiefs, win or go home, 4.30 in the Chiefs Kingdom at at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, and remember I mentioned, remember I mentioned on Sports for Beginners, remember I mentioned the Cowboys or Tom Brady would face the Niners? Well, guess what? 
6.30 Sunday. It's the boys versus the Niners. It's Dak versus Debo. The winner battles the winner of Giants and Eagles. And the winner of Chiefs and Jaguars battles the winner of Bills and Bengals. A rematch, sorta. All right, Scott. So the champion with the championship for the NFL is coming up, as and this will be what we'll what we'll fit what we will finish our show off with for today's Tuesday pod on our on our fantastic Tuesday afternoon leading into the on our fantastic Tuesday morning leading into the Tuesday afternoon. Let's talk some NFL here. Let's talk about the Bills. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Now, Chiefs Kingdom, you can answer us as well if you listen to our podcast. We're trying to air episodes every Tuesdays, and this is our first ever airing Tuesday episode. Um, Scott, let me ask Bills Mafia and you first before I get to the Chiefs questions. Let me ask you guys, how confident are you in where you guys stand this year in the NFL championship game? Well, I'm not going to speak for Bill's Mafia, but I'm going to speak for myself. And I'm just saying that, first of all, remember... This is sort of a rematch because this game that you see on your screen got suspended and later canceled earlier a few weeks ago in week 17. It was the ending of week 17 in Monday Night Football. But unfortunately, due to a scary situation with Damar Hamlin, which, thank goodness, he is recovering well, and and we'll hope to see him again on the field whenever that may be. We'll wait. We'll We'll wait for him and keep praying that he will be able to return to the field at some point. But... Now we got to play in Orchard Park. And a reminder, though, the, the score at the time of the postponement and then the cancellation and the suspension of the game was Bengals 7, Bills 3. Now it looks like they, after they canceled that game, it's a brand new football game. This time in the playoffs. So. I'm thinking, I think we have a good chance because we because the Bills are good at home when it comes to their playoff record at home. But Josh said it best, and hopefully the audio works for our victory speech that we shared in our Bills show of our doubleheader that you can see right now 
wherever you get wherever you get your podcasts at 12 o'clock you can see that one right now at 12 noon eastern that's when it dropped you can see that one right now so hopefully the audio works for bills and the Bengals post game on bills post game the doubleheader the Bengals recap will happen in a little bit it'll be at three o'clock is when it will drop but all of that aside it's Bills and Bengals this week, Sunday. I feel I'm feeling confident, but I don't have a specific notice for how confident I am. But I'm expect but I will le- I'll leave you with this. I'm expecting a good game. And again, remember, this game got canceled in week 17. And it got suspended with a score and a and and I hasten to add a suspend it got suspended before it got canceled and it also got postponed before it got canceled. And the score of the game, as I remind you, it was seven to three at the time of all the events that went down to eventually close out the game that did not meet its final that did not meet its that did not meet its conclusion now with bills and bengals in the playoffs in orchard park we'll see i i really hope we get a complete game but I also hope for a Bills win. Let's talk. Let's talk a let's little go bit about Buffalo. the weather. Let's talk about a little bit about the weather conditions that are that are that are looking at. Because I'm looking at my phone right now, and it says that the weather condition is supposed to be uh forty per forty degrees Fahrenheit. But you're expecting a little bit of rain coming down on Orchard in Orchard Park, New York. Okay. Yeah, that that could be a bit of a problem. All right, so now, Scott, I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Jaguars with you. And this is to all those Kansas City Chiefs fans uh, out there. Honestly, it's a good, honestly, it's a big game. and And every game does count here during the NFL playoffs. Every game does count right now. Because you're fighting to survive and be able to be the last team standing in the in the road to the Super Bowl. But Scott, with conditions at 41 Fahrenheit and potential snow coming that that week, if you're a, I know you're not a Chiefs fan, but if you're but if you are a Chiefs fan. How confident are you feeling that, you know, I win this divisional game, I go play with the winner of the Bills-Bengals game. How confident are you feeling, and who do you think gets home field advantage? First off, is it the Bills gaining the home field, which I know you probably want, or is it the 
or is it the winner of that 430 game, Jacksonville and the Chiefs? And if it is, with the Chiefs and the Bengals, with the Chiefs and the Jaguars, who have home field advantage, are you, who would you rather play? I think I would rather play the Jaguars because let me just ask you, or let me just remind everybody if Kansas City wins, the AFC game will be in Atlanta as a neutral site because, and let me finish, because of the cancellation of the Bills and Bengals week seven game at the non-conclusion due to what was happening with DeMar Hamlin when the score was seven to three Bengals over Bills at Paycor Stadium a few weeks ago. And it also did not meet its conclusion. Hopefully that does not happen again. We pray. We pray for that. Not happening again. To answer your question. I I do want to play the Jaguars if I'm a Bills fan. But let me remind everybody. Kansas City is going up against a team that was down. 27 to 0. And they came all the and that team I'm mentioning, the Jacksonville Jaguars, came all the way back from down 27 to win 31-30 and send the and send the Chargers packing. So, I'll leave you with this. If Jaguars win, I think this is probably going to be in Jacksonville, or it might be in Buffalo. We'll see. How they work it. But I think Jacksonville might have something up their sleeve. But But another thing to keep in mind, another thing to keep in mind, Chiefs have not played a game yet in the playoffs because they had the bye. Well, just another thing to keep in mind here, uh, since we're talking about the championship for the AFC and the NFC, here and this is how we'll and this is how we'll get close to ending the show. Uh, because we are at the end of our show here. No matter who wins and who loses in both AFC and NFC champions championship game times, they are to play the NFC either at three o'clock or six thirty. Within that and within that time, the AFC Championship will either be played at three o'clock or six thirty as well. 
So if it is the AFC Championship at 3 o'clock, it would be a 3 o'clock start for the AFC Championship, and the NFC Championship would be later played at night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, Scott, before I sign off here and put a bow on the show, is there anything you would like to tell the audience? Because we are at, we are at the end of our show for the Tuesday pod. But is there any final thoughts you have for, for our audience uh, viewing? I know, I know you have some thing bombing up on our... On our chat here, it says Bill's one-hour post-game show, which I, which I'm guessing includes the Bengals. Yes, it it would includes it includes Jaguars, Chiefs, and Bills and Bengals. Okay, but aside from all that, is there anything yeah. you want to bring out here, or? You don't have anything else to say on the show. Well, I do want to let you guys know that I will actually be hosting a two-week podcast, a two-days-a-week podcast before Sports for Beginners called Weekly in Sports. And that will be a show that is pre-recorded. Thomas will be giving us introductions into the show and our first guest our first guest on the list is Ali Musa host of all over the map we will talk maple leaves with him we will talk maybe bills maybe raptors maybe blue jays we we are definitely talking some podcasting. Also on that first show that we will be doing, we will be doing headlines of the week. That was. We will be doing a look around the league. And whatever we don't cover will be covered on the Sports for Beginners podcast or the next episode of Weekly in Sports. So stay tuned for when those episodes of Weekly in Sports come at you. But until then, I am your host of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Saying that for Penguins fans, we I will catch you on the other side. On I will catch you on the other side on Thursday for the recap of game one of the home and home series between the Sens and the Pens. Pens post game. Coming your way Friday afternoon for game one and Saturday and Saturday afternoon, probably. Or Saturday or Saturday evening, rather. For game two, after the game goes final. Pens and sends on Penguins post game. Double dose.
coming your way. All right, everyone. That is all right. That everyone. That is some great content coming by the Sports for Beginners podcast. That you can join me every Friday. You can join me there every every Friday. And uh, I just want to leave off here as we get closer to our sign off here. That on our next show of the on the ice on behind the benches. Whether it airs on the second Tuesday or it airs on the Tuesday of its recording, uh, we will be talking some NHL trade deadline talk. We may have some baseball talk to bring out. And if Scott joins us again, we may have some more information on A. DeMar Hamlin situation, B. Some of the football notion as to where the Neutral Zone site will be. Uh, Scott mentioned it earlier. The Neutral site, if the Chiefs and the Bills go head to head at the championship, as it stands now, will be at the city in Atlanta, Georgia. But um, coming up next week, we'll talk some football, we'll talk some baseball, we will talk some hockey. And we'll also talk a little bit more about self-care, talking about it from a player's perspective. I'm going to try and see if I can get one of the former hockey players onto our show, and we'll have a brief 25-minute segment with with them, or a 10-minute segment at the latest, talking about self-care and what it, just what it means for players like like themselves to be well hydrated well functional well physically mentally and of course you know ready for action so you'll so you'll love that trust me uh offside and offside or icing will be beginning on facebook our facebook page the next tuesday if I find if I have any clips to put in a poll, we'll have some clips from of the from some of the games in this season, and then on the Tuesday of that week that I decide to bring that podcast that segment in to the show fully ready, We'll take a look at Facebook and we'll take a look at what you guys decided offside and or icing. Remember, this podcast deals with referees, players, coaches, you name it. But that is what's coming up on the podcast next week. So hopefully you join us then. And with that being said, that is your host of the Sports Beginners Podcast, Scott McGregor. and. Well, that will that's it for today's for today on on the show. But remember that you can always check us out on our neighboring podcast for episodes every Fridays of the week. And if you need some comfort away from this podcast, make sure you check out the sit down standout show hosted by one of my podcast friends in Ben and Dykstra, available wherever you get your podcast. 
be sure to follow our Facebook page where I will be putting out a list of content that will be coming out during the week at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. And if you have any questions or ideas to help out the podcast, please feel free to send us a voice message in the message through in the message though, make sure you include your permission if you'd like us to air it on the show. And or it may be the end of this show, my non-sports fans, my non and sports fans of the podcast. But I will be back with you next Tuesday with another great show for you. But until then, please have an awesome week, everyone. One, and always remember that nobody gets icing on this podcast. Bye for now. Until next time. Hey, hockey fans, did you enjoy today's show? Soccer fans, did you love hearing about the recap on today's show between the FIFA World Cup? Sure you did. If you didn't, that's okay. That's what reviews are for. So go ahead and make reviews on this podcast if you feel it deserves a rating or review wherever you get your favorite podcast, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. For now, Thomas, our host, is going to take a little bit of a break and get himself ready for the next week's episode of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. And until that time, we're reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. We're also reminding you that if you'd like to know when future episodes come out, then please feel free to visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. Once again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. And if you'd like to catch our host on another podcasting platform, make sure you check out either the podcast that airs episodes with him every Fridays, our neighboring podcast to be exact, the Sports for Beginners Facebook page is also available for new episodes upon the ice and behind the benches. And also airs a new kind of segment that our host of this podcast, Thomas, hosts himself, inspired by the man of the Monday night football halftime show, Chris Berman. Well, that is our show for today. We thank you so much for joining us on this show. But once again, remember that no one gets icing, and have a great day, everyone. We'll see you 
next Tuesday on the podcast.